everybody. Good morning to you and to yours as well. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Wednesday. It is the 27th day of May 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J, everybody. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello to you, Big J. How was the downloadable content for the America Truck Simulator for Idaho? Uh, it's great. Yeah? That sounds to me like you didn't even get a chance. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I, we're, Today... If all goes to plan, then the uh, the gaming wheel stand will be built. We started it a couple days ago over the weekend. Okay. So that's part of the, the holdup. Now, let me ask you this. Have you... Hmm, did you draw plans? Do you, I did not. Okay. The daughter did. Okay, This is good. her project. Okay. So, yeah, she has plans. She got some materials. Those materials weren't going to work right, and they didn't. Uh, so, uh, I think... I Wrong-sized wood or what? Yeah, it didn't get the right kind of wood. It gotcha. was um, So, I, I went redesign a little bit, and uh, she has the day off today. Uh, so, we'll see if that works out. Oh, so you're no longer involved in the construction process? No, I, well, I, I, I never really was. I was just there to kind of be like, here, I'll help if you need me. She I wants see. to do it. I see. I, I, for some reason, I knew that you weren't involved in like the planning or the the basic idea. I thought that maybe you were. Well, there to I provided some ideas and some plans, and looked them up for her to follow. Uh, and uh, listen, let's be honest. Why am I advising? No, it's right. not like I'm not a, right. a shop teacher or something where I can be like, you know, that doesn't look right. I just thought when you originally uh, told the story that it was supposed to be like a, a daddy daughter project, and it has turned into a daughter project. Yeah, those don't go so well. I'll tell you, I'll give you a perfect example of the weekend, because we didn't get to talk about this, but I felt awful, but it was hilarious. So, you know, you remember the coat rack? Yes. Okay, so she put up the coat rack, and, and I didn't want anything to do with it, because we didn't have a man up Monday, so I should probably save this for next week, but I'll, I'll just, we're in it now. And uh, the wife had been ha- getting on me to go and look at the coat rack and give her a compliment on it, right? So I'm like, fine, okay, so I walk in, uh, she's in a room, everybody's in the room kind of hanging out. And uh, it's up there. I mean, it looks level and straight. And and I go to tug on it. And it's a little, you know, a little. And I tug just a little too hard. And I rip it right out of the wall. Because it's just in the drywall. (laughs) And everybody just starts laughing. And I felt felt really bad. Because, hey, I thought that she had gotten the studs. She found the studs. And that shouldn't happen. There even was a, uh, we have a, a stud finder. Uh-huh. And it was sitting out on the countertop and, um, you know, it looked like, you know, the batteries that needed to be replaced. So she couldn't find the studs and just put it in willy nilly. And so she did drywall, but didn't put in the anchors. So uh, I had to go, I had to go, She and they threw away the anchors. So I went and bought some new screws with anchors and put it in properly. But I, I felt like a real jerk, but it was also hilarious. It really is the it's the personification of a Big J story. Your wife was on your daughter to compliment, or on you to compliment your yeah. daughter, and you go in and tear down what you were supposed to. Yeah, I'm like, here, I'll show you how good it is. Supposed Wham! to compliment her on instead. Oh, Do it wonderful. right! Today on the show, Big J will have a movie review for you. We'll have some chances for you to win some things. We'll also have some details on how you could win some very cool things coming up beginning next week here on The X. And additional fun. Let's play some music for you. It's Offspring Time. It's The X Rocks. After with Nick and Big J. Oh, Big J, in the state of Idaho, more than 130,000 Idahoans have filed for unemployment since the whole pandemic began. Uh, it's a lot of people, in case you're yeah. curious. 
And those that own some homes in the Boise area could soon find another financial hardship. Uh, property taxes could be going up, my friend. Great. Uh, Laura McLean, the mayor, uh, talked to the Boise City Council and discussed all things about the city's budget, including the possibility of a 2% property tax increase. The property, the proposed increase is 1% lower than the maximum. You can crank it up by 3% according to state law. The city council has taken the maximum amount every year for the past several years. So that's not a surprise. It's just, it seems like, hmm, I don't know, maybe press the pause button for a year might be the smart thing to do uh, because of things that are going on. But listen, man, city's got to eat. You understand? Yeah, I don't even know if the pause thing is possible. Oh, well, you can't pause property taxes, but you certainly can pause increasing property taxes. Yeah. That's yeah, maybe reconsider about. that. Uh, I'm not saying that, that you can't pay property taxes. Everybody has to do that. But what I'm saying is paying more for property taxes may seem to be the way to go, at least for the foreseeable future. But it's not the way the government works sometimes, Big J. they got to get theirs. It's not like the government's pausing us on paying taxes, right? Yeah, that's for sure. You still have to pay. It's the way it works. Major League Baseball has presented a proposal for the Players Union for a coronavirus delayed season in which the players would take a fairly large salary cut, Big J. Under the sliding scale proposal, which the Players Union called, quote, extremely disappointed, the players would have to give up about 77% of their salary this year, while rookies at the Major League minimum would lose about 53% of their salary. MLB said in a statement that the proposal was completely consistent with the economic realities facing our sport. And so... Once again, I mean, listen, man, I, I want sports as much as you guys do. Like, I, I miss it. It doesn't sound like it. <clears throat> it sounds like you're not willing to risk the players' uh, families' lives and their own to go out and play baseball and not pay them very much. And baseball is, is a little bit different than basketball, too, to me, because just because, uh, you know, baseball has got a little bit more of a... Uh, it's got a little bit more of a veteran feel to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like basketball is is a little bit different. Like you're not asking, you know, people to to leave a whole bunch of kids behind usually because these kids are 18, 19, 20, 22 years old. But in baseball, it's a little bit different. But I, again, I ask you, if any job you had asked you to take a 77% salary cut to keep your gig and to move away from your family for four to five months... In order to take that 77% salary cut, and oh yeah, you know, still have to deal with all the crap that's going on, would you do it? And I would say almost, what, 90% of you, if not more, would say, yeah, you know, pound sand. Yeah. And that's exactly what Major League Baseball is doing. And so I I can't blame them, but it's just like, man, I'm not sure how they come out being the bad guys in this situation. 77% pay cuts are huge. I mean... If you're making ten million a year, you're now making, uh, you know, seven or three point three. That's crazy. But that's three million dollars, Nick. I know, man. But but the billionaires are still being billionaires. Correct. I, that's why I've never understood coming out against the players when the, there's a money situation versus the ownership. It just it never made sense to me. Me either. Me either. And this is far from over, but this is just one of the many things that they're dealing with in the world that is the uh, the the sports side of things right now. Big J, Howie Mandel is a judge on America's Got Talent. He was a stand-up comedian for years and years and years. He also is probably uh, next to Mark Summers, who is was the host of Double Dare on Nickelodeon for a while and yeah. did some stuff on the Food Network. Maybe the most notorious germaphobe in Hollywood, would you say? 
Do you know anybody I, else that? I mean, he made it pretty much a, a, a at least a living talking about it in the <laughs> comedy world. Uh, no, I don't. Great. Uh, Howie Mandel was asked, you know, hey man, this has got to be tough for you being a germaphobe and, and like a documented one. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm on medication. <laughs> he says he he's talking to his therapist almost every day. Uh, he says some call it a pandemic. I call it a quote. I told you. He says, I felt responsible. Hey, that's what I said about Nick. <laughs> he says, I felt responsible in the beginning for the shortage of personal uh, protection equipment because I have been, I've had gloves and masks and hazmat suits for the last 40 years, but I've given them all away to friends and family because I can't wait for this to be over and I want other people to be as safe as I am. But yes, it's incredibly stressful. So uh, I feel you while I'm not on medication or talking to a therapist every you day. Should be. It is one of those deals where it's like, Ugh, man, it is not a good time to be a germaphobe. I'll tell you that right now, in front of God and everybody. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So White Stripes, Seven Nation Army, your send new song of the day here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And yesterday, right around this time, the aforementioned Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you as part of Streaming Dumbass. It is here that we get the exciting conclusion about that particular choice. Big J, tell us all about it. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, movie in question was The Art of Racing in the Rain, Nick. And uh, it starred Kevin Costner playing the voice of, uh, of a dog named Enzo, uh, obviously, uh, uh, named after Enzo Ferrari, and uh, the, it's starring uh, as well Milo Ventimiglia. I can't pronounce his last name. It's Italian. Uh, he, uh, of course, in uh, Peter Petrelli and Heroes, uh, Jack Pearson in This Is Us. So he's he's got some some cred and uh, you know amazing performances by uh, by these actors, including uh, you've got Amanda Siegfried in here and Gary Cole. So. Uh, it's a story about a dog, uh, Enzo, who uh, opens up and, and, you know, he's kind of narrating the story. So Kevin Costner's narrating the story and uh, he had seen some uh, show on television uh, about uh, reincarnation, Nick. So he wanted to, uh, he believed in reincarnation. He wanted to be reincarnated as a human. And uh, <laughs> that sounds a little goofy. And it really is. Uh, there is some goofy ass stuff in this movie. But it, I cried throughout the damn thing. This is a tearjerker, okay? It's a tearjerker. It sets it up from the very beginning. You, you know he's talking about reincarnation, so that tells you this is an old Geller situation. Uh-huh. And if there's one thing, especially right now, I don't know. I'm super sensitive to, uh, to animals and suffering, uh, just the way I am right now. And so, yeah, I, I, I cried from the very beginning opening of the damn movie, and it was hard to take. There's a lot of sadness in this movie and very little redeeming happiness at the end, in, in my opinion, anyways. So, uh, and, and uh, the, the name of the movie uh, is because uh, uh, Milo's character, Denny, he's a, a race car driver, and he's... Uh, kind of mastered the art of, of, of racing in the rain, which is difficult for most racers, especially in the Formula One uh, aspect. So he, he goes on to be somewhat successful. Uh, there's that story, but I don't want to ruin some of it because it, it will really uh, kind of ruin the movie. But So if you want to cry your ass off and just be sad, then this is the movie for you, people. Uh, it's based on a best-selling book. Would you have any interest in reading the no, book? No! I already know how it ends! Right, but there could be some very... I would never read that. I, I had to read Old Yeller. I'm never going to read that book. 
Did you ever watch Old Yeller too? Yes. So you re- did you have to read Old Yeller for school or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we never got assigned that. Uh, yeah. I don't know what kind of reading you did. You you said that a couple times. You never had to read classic books. Uh, some of them. Things, yeah. Um, we had different ones, I think. But. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, approved. It's a it's a good movie, but it's sad. Sad, sad. If you want to be sad, watch this movie. It's one of those uh, tear-jerking dramas that uh, that people like so much. You know, yeah. like Fried Green Tomatoes and Steel Magnolias and The Art of Racing in the Rain. Yeah, it's and there is some real, like, I, I would put this on the lower end of just there's some really goofy stuff in here because it's from a dog's point of view. and But there's some sad stuff. I don't want to think about it anymore. But it is approved. Yes. A movie you no longer want to think about. Uh, is it? Is there any comedy in it at all, or is it just supposed to be just a straight up drama with there's a bunch a, of tears? There's a couple things, but I mean, there's so much heavy stuff in here. I mean, it's just it's heavy, man. Uh, a suitable for all ages. Uh, yeah. If you want your your kid just to be crushed. Did you ever watch Marley and Me? Yeah. How would you compare the two? Um, that movie's much better. Than, than this this particular movie, okay. uh, but but uh, yeah, it, it's pretty close. Although I made the wife watch with me, and she was not happy about that, and she 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 brought up the Marley and me as well. Are you both crying during this movie? She uh, yeah she wa- yes, and she and she didn't watch it all because she was tired of it. She's like I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm like hey, where are you going? She was tired of crying or tired of the yeah movie? tired of the sadness. Okay okay. It's just a, a plain old tear jerking. So maybe if you need to let out some emotions, this is the way to go. But it is Big J approved, agreed? Yeah, yeah. Right. Another hit for streaming dumbass. Whoa, let's not get crazy. The art of racing in the rain is Big J approved. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Feels good to be ahead of the curve, Big J. Oh no, what happened? One of my uh, favorite sayings is get a hobby. <laughs> I say it often to people that find themselves bored, not happy, or uh, just a lot of free time on their hands. And it turns out science is starting to back me up, which is nice. Yeah, you're saying is uh, get hobbying or get dying. Nope, that's not. But I understand the connection you're trying to make. (laughs) Get hobbying or get dying. Uh, But according to a brand new study courtesy of the University College in London, getting a hobby can actually help you if you are feeling depressed or want to fight depression there's some catches of course Uh, a hobby uh, is defined by them by something fairly specific and it also has to be new you understand yeah these are the things that will help you now listen uh clearly if you are have some onset feelings of depression or you're feeling a little bit down in the dumps then whatever you're doing currently isn't helping you that much is clear right yep and so They found that with people anywhere from the age of 25 and up had a 30% decrease in the risk of experiencing depression if they found themselves a new hobby that helped them take up their time. Now, in order for this to make an impact, you have to spend an average of 5 to 10 hours at least per week doing this particular hobby, and it decreases symptoms in both men and women. The findings uh, found out that were, they were even more helpful if the hobbies had independent social interactions with others. The researchers say that further investigations could reveal whether hobbies have a stronger effect when it comes to stopping depression flat out. So, hobbies are good, Big J. Hobbies, good. List off your hobbies. Video gaming. 
more of a pastime than a hobby. Well, I consider it a hobby. That's it. <laughs> and that certainly isn't new. So yeah, something no, we, to think I'm, about. I'm open to suggestions, Nick. All right. How about uh, build a model? No. How about... No. Oh, you're not open to suggestions. I tried building mod. I start. I tried starting that hobby. I was so excited because at the end, I wanted to airbrush. You know, the, yeah. the fun stuff. I just—it's a mess. I, 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 I'm too. I got too fat of fingers, and I just don't have the patience. It, it just—it it, it literally it looks like crap. It's no fun if it looks like crap. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said yesterday that the NHL will not play the 189 games that were left in the regular season. Instead, they'll go straight into the playoffs with 24 teams instead of 16, if and when the league returns to play from its suspension. The playoff games will be held in two cities, which have yet to be determined, groups of 12 teams representing each of the two conferences. Games will be played without fans. They would resume in late July, maybe early August. The Stanley Cup final in September or possibly later. Ten cities in the running to be the two hub cities, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Vegas, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, St. Paul in the U.S., and then Edmonton, Toronto, and Vancouver in Canada are all up for the running of these things. We'll see what ends up coming together again. Uh, basically, no announcement has been made for a timetable. They're just like, here's the plan that we have come up with, and hopefully that will make you happy. Chris Evans' Big J is very famous. You understand? Yeah. But he almost didn't star in Captain America, dude. What? He blamed it on the incredible anxiety that accompanies the major starring role. He said he was starting to have many panic attacks on set during his first uh, role in the uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Friends, including Robert Downey Jr., advised him to not make the decision based on the anxiety he was feeling. He said, to be honest, all the things that I was fearing really never came to fruition. Ultimately, he accepted the role and he said it was the best decision he has ever made. Big yeah, Jay, I'll say so. Here's what I have discovered. Uh, you know, we, we a lot of times we talk about how much money Robert Downey Jr. has made because of his role in, uh, as Iron Man in these particular mm-hmm. franchises. But so much of this stuff would not have come together had he not, like, interfered behind the scenes and, like, reassured everybody. Like, we know this is weird. We know it's a strange way of doing things. We know you don't get all the information up front. We know it's a lot to take into account. But trust me, this will be a very smart move for you and your career. And he did it with Chris Evans. He did it with Mark Ruffalo. He did it with a couple other people as well. Did it with Terrence Howard? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Convincing them did it- <laughs> to be a part of this franchise. Took Terrence Howard's money? And they all agreed and said okay, and it ended up being a very smart move for him. So he deserves a lot of the kudos for this thing taking off. Yeah, they call him Daddy Downey. They don't call him Daddy Downey. Daddy. That's a weird thing to say. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Headed to Thailand today for We're Going to Hell in a very weird and creepy story. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've often talked about how, uh, listen, there's there's a lot of weird fetishes out there, right? Yeah, that's for sure. And there's a lot of really strange things that, that I don't understand. And uh, maybe I, I like that there are because it makes me feel a little bit more normal. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I can go, yeah, there's some weird stuff going on with me, but at least I'm not into blank. But I suppose if we're talking about fetishes, one of the more pedestrian ones, no pun intended, that you can have are foot fetishes. Yes, Big J? Oh, yeah. Just ask Quentin Tarantino. He'll tell you. Or Rex Ryan. 
That's right. Or Rex Ryan. And so, it's a fairly common one, I would say. If there is a... I don't even want to call it socially acceptable. But I suppose, again, if we're ranking our, our kinks, foot fetish probably uh, would be the one that where you would just kind of shrug and go, meh, I don't get it, but fine. You know what I mean? And so come to, this comes to us from a story of a 24-year-old in Thailand named Therapy Kalia that recently got himself arrested, Big J, because uh, he was creeping around somebody's house, and they didn't like it. And so they set up a camera, and on camera, they showed Therapat snag a pair of flip-flops, steal them right from the windowsill where they were drying out in the sun. You understand? Oh, God. So he grabbed a pair of flip-flops and then ran away. So uh, the guy, the, the, the woman that set up the camera was like, I knew it. I bleepin' knew it. And so she showed the uh, the footage to police. Police were able to figure out who the person was. And they knocked on Therapat's door. When they opened the door, Big J, what they saw basically was a crazy-ass shrine to a bunch of flip-flops that this guy had been stealing over the past two years. At his apartment, they found 126 pairs of flip-flops that he had admitted to stealing over the last couple years. He calls himself a footwear fetishist. And he described his, his kind of crazy footwear ritual, if you will. Basically, he got the thrill of the hunt. He would like to seek out women that he thought were attractive. Uh, flip-flops are a very popular form of footwear in Thailand, and so he would wait to see where the women would put their flip-flops out. Wow. He would then snag the flip-flops and take them home. Harmless. And then he described what he did to them when he got home. Oh, no. He said he would uh, first wear the sandals, Big J, where she walked around the house. They spanned all sorts of sizes, some big, some small, and uh, that would get them all excited, Big J. And then he would reportedly caress... And kiss the well-worn flip-flops. He then would strip down, and he would make sweet, sweet love to those flip-flops. But the officers were like, okay, well, why why do you have so many? Why do you need 126 pairs of these things? And he said, well, listen, here's the deal. Once I get finished with my uh, lovemaking, then I feel all dirty. And I don't want to. I don't want to touch or, or be near those flip flops again. He's feeling shame for what he's done. Yeah, he's like, I, I, that was my soulmate for once. Then I toss him aside and I look for a new pair. So basically, he said he would take about one or two pair per week. That would be the idea. And he had collected 126 stolen pairs of flip flops. What a weird dude. That's not okay. Uh, of course, uh, the police officers then kind of released the story. <laughs> they decided to dispose of the flip-flops, Big J. I'm sure the people that, that had them stolen do not want them back after finding out what was done to them, yes? Yeah. No, burn them. And so now he finds himself in jail, uh, facing a bunch of felony theft charges. He also broke uh, the coronavirus curfew uh, while stealing some of these flip-flops. They have video evidence of that as well, so there could be some charges pending there in Thailand because of it. Lordy B. Uh, and I'm sure you won't be surprised to find out, Big J, not the first time he'd been arrested for stealing flip-flops. Mm-mm. That's right. He'd been arrested three times in the last two years for stealing somebody's flip-flops. So he's got a real problem. He's got lots of problems, Big J. Let's put it that way. Anybody that's making love to shoes got a problem. Yeah deal with that as quickly as you can and he probably does 
Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. Stone Temple Pilots, that is plush here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Time to let you in on a cool little thing we've been working on these last couple weeks to give you an opportunity to win by listening to The X beginning on Monday of next week. It is what we are calling your stuck-at-home stimulus package, my friend. And over the last couple weeks, a lot of you have been stuck at home. Even if you haven't been stuck at home and you've been working, maybe you look around your house and go, you know what, I need some stuff that make this thing look a little bit better. And whether you've got room for a man cave, I don't know what that's like, Big J. Do you have room? Really? Could you have a man cave in your house if you want one? No. Right, exactly. No, so, damn it. Not everybody's got the square footage for a man cave, but maybe this is good for that. Maybe it's good for just your plain old living room, but we are going to give you a chance to upgrade a whole bunch of stuff in your house, courtesy of the X. We're going to be playing a game a couple times a day beginning on Monday called Gospel of Total Crap. We're going to give you an uh, interesting fact. You have to let us know if it's a real fact or if it's just a fact that we just made up, which would not make it a fact at all. It would make it the antithesis of facts. It would make made up crap. That's right. Uh, and so you have an opportunity to get it right or wrong. If you get it right, you're qualified, which we're going to give away June 19th, this amazing package full of stuff that includes a 55-inch uh, smart TV, a Poke audio surround sound system, a one-terabyte PS4, a brand-new recliner forever where you want to go with it. It is comfy and it is awesome. We've got one of those Marshall Amplifier mini fridges as well. Gold, man. Gold, Jerry. and awesome. And a bunch of other stuff that you can put in there as well. Uh, when it's all said and done, it's valued at over 2000 bucks for your place that will be delivered directly to you. You don't have to come pick it up or anything like that. We're taking care of that for you as well. Uh, you'll be able to see some information and some pictures of the prizes soon at xrock.com, but it's going to be pretty awesome. Your chance to win some things that we're calling your stuck-at-home stimulus to upgrade some things around the home for you, courtesy of your friends here at the X, which is a nice thing to do, I think. Yeah, yeah, Poke Audio is great. Man. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a really cool surround sound system that will uh, help whether it's got like a sound bar and a uh, a bass uh, speaker as well. So it should. Uh, they call to, that a subwoofer. Nick. Thank you very much. Should be should be able to kick things up around the house uh, fairly significantly, which is very very nice. So uh, you'll be able to check it out for yourself. It's all going to start on Monday. We're going to play at seven forty, twelve forty, and five forty weekdays here. And again, the big grand prize giveaway is going to happen on June nineteenth, which is just before a little holiday known as what big j daddy's day that's right or uh, father's day you no know, you're in a daddy mood today so daddy uh, downy you can call it daddy day if you want and that is right it's uh that's just right before father's day so you can factor that into the equation or you don't even have to do that you can be completely selfish about it but either way uh the ex's stuck at home stimulus starts on monday and goes all the way through june 19th so it'll be your chance to win some pretty cool stuff from your friends here at the X. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Pop quiz, hot shot. Okay. Do you remember what you spent your stimulus check on? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, bills. Pizza yeah, bills. Bills. Yeah. You are not alone, my friend. Uh, YouGov found that about thirty-five percent of Americans say they're using their stimulus money to pay bills. A sign that people are struggling to make ends meet, Big J. Some of what they're covering, cell phone bills, utilities, cable TV, and rent. Those bills came ahead of purchasing essentials like, you know, apparel, televisions, video games, sporting goods, toys. So I'm doing the whole stuck-at-home stimulus. You understand, Big J? Yeah. Couldn't spend that money on things you wanted to spend it on. You had to spend it on life. Or it went right up your nose, one of the two. 
They do note that it is alarming how many Americans use these funds to actually keep a roof over their head and pay for necessities, considering the federal government hasn't really provided any kind of clarity as to if another round is coming or whatever's going to happen. Americans are pretty aware about how the near future could be, and so they took the opportunity to help them prepare for it. Right now, more than 130 stimulus checks have been issued to households across the U.S. More to come as well. Don't know if there's going to be another round. As of right now, there's a couple of things getting kicked around, but nothing near passing. So it may be all you get. Don't know. You have to kind of figure it out as you go. But odds are you paid some bills with the money that you got in your bank, or that's what you're going to do when you get it. So I suppose that's a good sign that we're trying to use this money correctly and smartly but a bad sign that so many of us needed for exactly that right yeah exactly major league baseball has presented a proposal to the players union for a delayed season in which the scaled proposal of the amount of money they would get paid about 77 percent of their salary they would have to say goodbye to this year Rookies making the minimum would lose about 53% of their salary. Major League Baseball said the proposal was completely consistent with the economic realities facing our sport. If I were a betting man, I'd say you're not going to see baseball this year. I think they're too far apart, to be perfectly honest. You may see basketball. I have no doubt about it. At some point, that will come around. I do believe that uh, hockey will have the wrap-up of their season as well. And they have a good plan. Correct. Uh, football, I'm pretty sure, won't be impacted because we still have, what, four months before that starts. And that's the daddy of them all. But I They'll don't... They'll like, we're not stopping. I don't think you're going to see baseball this year. That's just what my gut says. Hey, Mastodon has written and recorded a new song for the upcoming Bill and Ted Face the Music movie, dude. What? Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are in the title roles again for the first time since Bill and Ted's bogus journey back in 91. It is scheduled for an August 21st release, although that could change. And Bill, the guitarist from Mastodon, was talking about it on a podcast, and he was like, quote, we want a song for the movie. And they gave us this description for the part, so we wrote something, we turned it in, and then we don't hear for, like, months. And then he continued, and then they're like, yeah, well, the director doesn't really like this part. I guess, like, a 20-second clip, and he's like, yeah, he doesn't like this. Can you change it? And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not changing it. I'm sorry. If you don't like it, don't use the song then. And I was pissed. And they were like, they wanted more like an ACDC style. And he said, well, then effing call ACDC. <laughs> Great uh, answers. Bill also revealed the band has been working on music for its next album with 20 rough songs recorded before the pandemic hit. The new Mastodon LP will follow up Emperor of Sam, which came out in 2017. Brand plays drums for the band. He told us that Mastodon is always looking to kind of go forward and progress as a band. That's what we need as people. Like, we need to change and we need to feel like we're progressing in, in a forward motion. You know, even if us progressing sort of mimics what a lot of other bands do, they don't make concept records. They do have three minute long songs. But that's a big change for us. You know what I mean? I'm looking forward to it. I hope that the song makes the cut in the movie. It's going to be fun. I'm actually looking forward to the film. Last time they did a song for a soundtrack, that was fun too. You remember when they did the Aqua Teen Hunger Force, the movie, for theaters? Oh, man. Soundtrack? It was even in the movie, like the animated part of it for the film. It's been a while. Uh, Cut You Up With a Linoleum Knife, I believe, is the name of the song. And they, it was all about how people need to shut up during the movie and not talk in the movie theater. Yeah. And it's not okay. So uh, they had fun with it, and hopefully they do the same with the Bill and Ted face the music part of things, too. Down. 
morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we've got a nice morning after morning after prize package. I meant morning after prize package. Uh, an X 25th anniversary sticker and a limited edition face covering. We'll get you set up with that if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play a little game we call Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J's got all your questions. We will see if you've got any answers. I hopefully want you to, but it is up to you at the end of the day. Good morning, the X. How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Good, Frank. How's it going? We're hanging in there, man. Good luck to you. Stevie Nicks is best known as a songwriter and singer for what band? Heart. Wrong. Barracuda. <laughs> Hello, the X. <laughs> that was natural, man. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, here's Big J with your question. Dennis Stevie Nicks is best known as a songwriter and singer for what band? Ah, oh, oh. that's so obvious. Is it? <laughs> Dennis? Ah, I can't remember right now. Wrong. It's all right, man. I mean, I'm surprised. I thought this would be easy. Was I wrong? I was wrong. Hello, the X. I'm wrong. Hello. Hey, man. Here, Big J, with your question. Stevie Nicks is best known as a songwriter and singer for what band? Fleetwood Mac. There you go. Right. That's correct. Nick, Iron Man's AI was called Jarvis and was voiced by what actor? Uh, well, the guy who played... Um uh, the other good dude in the movie, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, there you right. go. Boy, you struggled. A I did. Bit. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Which former Detroit bad boy won the NBA total season rebound title three consecutive seasons from 1992 to 94 and was the best part of the Last Dance documentary on ESPN? No idea. Wrong. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley. Hello, the X. Hey, Here comes Big J. Which former Detroit bad boy won the NBA total season rebound title three consecutive seasons from 1992 to 94 and was the best part of the Last Dance documentary on ESP- ESPN? Oh, man. Uh, Leitner? Wrong. Christian Leitner. No, that is not correct. I don't think he won any awards <laughs> in the NBA. I'm sure anybody would call him a bad boy either. Hello, the X. You guys know better than ask sports questions. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Right. Thanks, thanks for bailing us out there. Nick, Andre 3000, a.k.a. Outcast, starred in this Wolf Ferrell movie as Clarence Coffee Black. Uh, oh, I had it, and then it just ran right out of my head. Uh, God, what the hell was that movie called? I watched it like three times. Oh, semi-pro. Semi-pro. Right. You jive turkey. That's right. Uh, This comedian co-hosted Loveline with Dr. Drew and created The Man Show with Jimmy Kimmel and pretty much started the podcast revolution with the Daily Podcast. Um, Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla is correct. Nick, the show Friends announced they will be releasing a cookbook. Which show character's job was being a chef? Uh, Monica. Yeah, that's is that right. 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 Jesus you God. got so lucky. That's disgusting. Or, as we've all known, you actually are a big fan of the show Friends. <laughs> I do like perpetuating that rumor. 
Uh, that's it. That's all the questions. Ah! I, I, there's no way I thought you would get that right. Good job. I just picked a character's name out of my uh, backyard. Congratulations, Erwin. Junk. You got yourself all set up and good to go with a care package coming your way. Hang on tight. We'll get some information from you. We will do a run of headlines. That is happening next on the X Rock. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda Subaru and their website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Listen, they got the $5 car sale happening again this weekend. It's been extended out there at the old Kmart in Nampa. They've got the great deals happening at the actual dealership as well. But if you want to get started and you want to do so online, GoTeamSaveMoney.com is a great website. They got their new used car inventory there. The Fresh Start credit button is there. You can do some payment calculating. Everything you need is at their website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. So check it out when you get a chance. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Excessive. We can't have nice things. And float on. Uh, excessive. This is an extreme reaction for being asked to put on a face mask. A woman in the Ukraine was caught on a security camera of a post office stripping off her underwear to use as a face mask after being refused service until she wore a face covering. Gross. The footage was shot on Sunday and shows the woman pulling down her leggings, removing her underwear, and then placing them over her face before she continues talking. Witnesses say the woman is a local resident, the mother of two, and she was upset about being asked to wear a face mask by the staff. And so she decided to do what she had to do in order to get some service at the damn post office. I mean, there are easier ways to go about this. And I, I kind of thought we'd be over the outrage by now, but that apparently is not happening. Then again, it's a worldwide phenomenon, so oppression is everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's the lesson to be learned there, for God's sake. We can't have nice things or float on. Float on. They say God watches over drunks. Do they, Big J? I don't... Sure. Authorities in Indiana say that a sleeping drunken man drifted on a float down a flooded Indiana River for more than seven miles before he was rescued. Officers say conservation officers and a sheriff's deputy very likely saved the man's life since he was passed out on a raft with a bottle of rum in his lap as he approached the dam on the Blue River. And had they not got him, he would have gone right over the damn thing. You understand? Yeah. The rescuers couldn't wake him up using a whistle and eventually spotted him washed ashore a few miles above the dam. And the man was arrested without incident following the uh, medical evaluation. Apparently, he just had way too much to drink and passed out on his raft and just went floating around. Maybe this is why they don't allow alcohol on the Boise River anymore. Could be. People cannot be trusted. They just pass out on their rafts, get sunburned, and then go floating away seven miles without even knowing. We all float down, Nick. I'm trying to figure out why, how long you'd have to be out for seven miles on a river. I mean, if the, if the current was going pretty good, it probably wouldn't be that long. But, I mean, it had a good clip. And, I mean, they're blowing whistles at you and you don't wake up. I mean, you got to be hammered. Or just dead. Hammered. Well, he's fine. But he just passed out. Some high-quality rum there, apparently. Wrap it up with We Can't Have Nice Things. Drunk decisions usually aren't the best decisions, but this one's particularly bad. A 23-year-old visitor at the Warsaw Zoo in Poland has been sentenced to community service and steep fines after he decided to enter a bear enclosure on Thursday and wrestle a bear allegedly while drunk. The man faces animal animal cruelty charges as well as a charge for disturbing the peace for not abiding by requirements of the reopened zoo. 
The incident has also prompted city officials and zoo authorities to move the two bears to a new enclosure to a more interior area to make sure other idiots don't jump in and copycat what this guy's done. Leave the bears alone! Footage of the incident was shared to Twitter. Shows a man standing on an artificial island inside the bear enclosure when a bear starts moving towards him. The man then the man tries to go to the moat to escape, only for the bear to follow him into the water. So the man manages to get on the bear's back, holding her by the ears and wrestling her around in the water. What? Yeah. He's an idiot. How He's old lucky is the he bear didn't again? die. That's yeah. a big bear. The bear's yeah, probably like, what the bleep, man? Why is this person riding me? He later uh, got himself out of the water and then was extracted from the enclosure by a local fire brigade, only to get arrested and face these charges. So, uh, what an idiot. Just be lucky he left there with his life. Yeah, not many, but he's got a great story now. He rode a bear. Yeah. Yeah. Like Anchorman. Like Rick. Not many people have that story. You're right. That uh, guy rode a fuzzy tractor. Morning After with Nick Hello. and Big J. There's your headlines. Rival Suns shooting stars here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks, a appropriate song that we are coming out of because something very interesting is happening later on this afternoon. Big J, what would that be? Yeah, SpaceX is launching a couple astronauts into space. It's the first time in over 10 years that uh, you know astronauts have been launched into space uh, from American soil, Nick, up to the ISIS uh, space station. What is their mission, Big J? Uh, their mission is to uh, uh, that part uh, to go and dock with the the space station, and um, it, it will be the first time that a uh, SpaceX is a private enterprise in co- collaboration with NASA, and it will also be the first time that you know astronauts and, and, and you know NASA's worked with somebody else to provide uh, a vehicle for them to get into space. It's really really interesting and really really cool. Have you? Did you ever want to be an astronaut when you were? A kid? No, no. But there is a part of me that really loves. I, I mean, I feel very patriotic about uh, NASA and the United States space program. Um, going way back as a kid, and just you know, I've always felt like it's it's something that goes beyond you know nationalism and beyond just our. our human self i don't know what it is about it it's just a very cool thing and i get very excited about it and it's it's a nerve-wracking because we've all seen uh, what tragedy can happen uh nick with it but i remember watching most of the space launch uh you know the the shuttle launches the majority of them that they had on live tv anyways yeah um for a while there they they had they had them going up all the time and you wouldn't really notice but uh it's been a while so i'm super excited about it the launch happening today at noon mountain time so you can check it's streaming all over the uh, oh everywhere you can check it out if you really want to do it. I was telling you that, that one of the things that I actually do remember positively from my time in Florida is seeing an actual uh, space launch in person, watching it go up. And now I wasn't like at Cape Canaveral or anything like that, but you was able to see like from a distance and hear it certainly going up and going off into the uh, the atmosphere as it were. And so it was uh, it was pretty interesting to see and now they're doing it all over again. The wacky, amazing thing about this particular launch in, in SpaceX is uh, that, you know, uh, back when in the days before they had the shuttle, Nick, and they would launch stuff with rockets, the rockets, you know, aside from the capsule, would fall off and just fall into the water and never be reused again. Well, the F-9 rocket that they use for SpaceX, it actually launches the capsule up into uh, the atmosphere along with a couple other stages, but the main stage comes back to earth and lands nick 
And it, I watched it last night in the Discovery Channel, the building up of, of the F-9 uh, rocket. And man, I'm telling you, it is amazing to see that thing happen. And it just kind of like, wow, we, we can accomplish so many great things when we put our minds to it. And that, to me, is what this is all about. And I can't wait to see it. All right. Happening at noon, if you want to check it out for yourself, a little bit of history while you're at it there out there today. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to do a little bit of bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we'll get you a uh, nice morning after prize package here, which includes the 25th anniversary X-Rock sticker and a X face covering for yourself to go out in public if you want to be safe and healthy, all those things. You just need to figure out bad impressions this morning. 208-287-1003. That is always our phone number. You can use it right now if you want to play a little game called Bad Impressions. It works this way. If I had to explain to somebody, it would be the Big J prepares three clues. They all revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that person could be in those three clues or less, then the prize package that Big J just mentioned is going to be shipped out to you via the postal service and hopefully that'll make you a little bit happy let's go to the phones and get a contestant good morning the x hello hello what's up man what's your name nathan all right nathan you're up first finally had another blockbuster movie make it at the box office with bad boys for life okay can i get one more i know gemini man wasn't great maybe aladdin wasn't to your taste either but i'm making bright two for netflix that would be Will Smith. Yeah. Correct, Nathan. Big Willie style. Right. Hang on one second, dude. We'll get all your information. What was clue three for fun? Just call me Big Willie style. Oh, there you go. Uh, why is William Smith in the news? He is making Bright 2. You did not uh, like Bright? I did not like Bright 1. I didn't even watch it. Uh, though I'll tell you this, Bad Boys for Life was fantastic. It was. And uh, you can check out a review on xrock.com, morning after the movies. Hopefully that'll come back one day. Uh, <laughs> this is a roundabout way to get to the fact that uh, now, and this is something I was afraid would happen with the uh, Snyder Cut uh, situation, where now we're going to get that uh, Snyder Cut for the Justice League. But now uh, David Ayer believes he really really needs to justice as well serve for him and the release the air cut uh, for Suicide Squad, something none of us need to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, Will Smith playing uh, Deadshot, right? Uh, yes. And he uh, not going to be making uh, a return to the Suicide Squad in James Gunn version, which some of the other cast members are. That's kind of a different weird thing. So uh, very interesting. But yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people are... are, are clamoring for a new cut of Suicide Squad. The the situation is just so different that, I mean, listen, you know, there's director's cuts of a lot of things all the time, but, like, with the Snyder thing, I mean, he didn't even get to complete the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he, he left it because of a terrible tragedy that happened, and somebody else took over things and made a completely different movie than what he had anticipated and had been leading up to, and so it really is a different set of circumstances. It's not a director that wrote the movie that also directed the movie and then the studio came in and gave him a bunch of notes and he obliged and made a different movie than maybe he really wanted to make that's a little bit there i mean that happens in hollywood probably every movie we see yeah it sucks i mean that really sucks because most of the time we never get to see the actual vision of the director's final product because of a bunch of bean counters and suits well not even the director usually the writer too i mean there's so many different you know story by and and screenwriting credits that that whatever the story was at the very beginning of the the greenlit process is very different by the time you get to the finished product almost every single time and sometimes that's good and sometimes it's bad 
and uh, that's just the way that it that it goes. And I, I, I'm okay never seeing Suicide Squad again. Period. Yeah, me too. But uh, and David Ayer, it's unfortunate because I mean he did bright too, right? That's why this is this is a roundabout way of bringing it up. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he might have. I think he did. <laughs> but uh, but also, uh, it is one of those deals where he made some good movies too in the past. It's just I didn't like Bright very much either. And I am looking forward to James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Maybe it'll salvage the property. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the extra. Nirvana, it is about a girl here on the morning after with Nick and Big J, and that's going to wrap it up for us on this Wednesday. We found out that Big J approved an official movie. The Art of Driving in the Rain is the name of it. You can find it on HBO if you want. And he said, although he did cry throughout the whole thing, he did approve it for you. So that may be a movie you can watch while you're streaming. We also talked to you about a brand new contest that begins next week here on The X. It is called The X's Stuck at Home Stimulus. It is an opportunity for you to upgrade a bunch of stuff around your house on us, including a TV, a brand new recliner, a Marshall Amp fridge, which are, by the way, amazing, awesome looking things. Yeah, jealous about that. Fairly expensive. It's not something that you could just uh, drop. The Marshall fridge in particular. Yes, yes. I mean, it's, it's like a $400. Uh, mini fridge that looks just awesome and uh, it'll look great whether you have a man cave or you want it in the corner of your garage or wherever you want to put it it's going to be awesome and then a ps4 and all sorts of other stuff we'll have up some information on xrock.com here very very soon you can check it out for yourself Uh, of course that leaves you with the floor big j uh yeah i'm just excited to watch the the launch coming up here at noon that's about it i really don't have anything other to add to that i have nothing to add nick nothing what do you want me to say? I don't know. It's your corner, man. That's you right. Say whatever you want. I, I can, and I can choose not to say what I want. Or repeat yourself in this particular case. But a reminder that we do have a Half Price Friday coming up this Friday, 9 o'clock at xrock.com. Uh, these things go super, super quick. I just want to give you a heads what up. What is it? What is it? <laughs> you haven't heard what's no. the commercials? No. Uh, it's a $50 to Bonefish Grill for 25 bucks. Oh, I did use that. Oh, man. Uh, Bonefish is your local sea, uh, seafood destination here in Boise, and that dining room is now open Sunday through Thursday, 4 to 8, and Friday to Saturday, 4 to 9. So check it out for yourself and grab your Half Price Friday deal, 9 o'clock at xrock.com. .com on Friday. We shall see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rock.